Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Stronger Marriage Podcast with Trey and Lee. Welcome to the Stronger Marriage Podcast with Trey and Lee. On this podcast, you'll hear real topics about real life. They cover everything from married sex to raising kids to loving your spouse so much that you're willing to forgive them for occasionally being the most annoying person in the world. Trey and Lee have raised four boys, been married over 30 years, and somehow still really like each other. And now, live from the metropolis of Childress, Texas, a place so flat you can watch your dog run away for three days, here are your hosts for the Stronger Marriage Podcast, Trey and Lee Morgan. Sorry if we blasted you out with that intro music. It was a bit loud right there. I did. Yeah, everybody was trying to turn down their, their headphones a and bit stuff. And loud. Then right we adjusted. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Hope I hope you all are doing well. It is great that you have joined us. We are honored that you listen to our podcast. Uh, we have had a, a pretty busy month. We have had um, uh, a trip to Knoxville, Tennessee, which was awesome. Uh, since our last podcast, I think we, we did some hiking. We spent time with some awesome couples. Uh, had a great workshop with the West End Church Christ, who were the hosts for that workshop. Uh, and if your church uh, ever wants to host a workshop, message us and we'll send you some info on how to get on that list. Um, we think that churches need to be in the business of blessing marriages, and this is how they do it. Uh, have a workshop, have a family workshop, have a parenting workshop, have have something for your families. It would be good. That's right. Um, the next one coming up is June 11th in Abilene, Texas. We Abilene. get to just drive a couple of hours down the road from us, so that'll be nice. We're excited about Abilene. We've got a big crew lined out for Abilene. It's going to be a big workshop. It'll be at the Oldham Lane Church uh, there in Abilene. We're excited about that. Uh, we have been there before. Good people, good place. This is a, a church that loves families and loves marriages and loves doing outreach in their community. And there's a lot of people uh, from the Abilene area and outside the Abilene area that's going to be at this workshop. So we're excited about that. And then sometimes, sometime I'm hoping in July that we can do another online uh, date night with Trey and Lee where we do a mini session online for about an hour and a half and so be watching for that. That's on my radar. I just haven't, not sure I put it on your you radar. You have put it on my radar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I do that a lot, don't I? I'll be, I'll say, oh, so this is something I'm thinking about. What do you think? Mm-hmm. So yeah, we get a lot of requests for online and we can definitely understand that. So. Yes, we will. We will get that worked in for sure. Yeah. So we want to talk a little bit today on this podcast about problems. Um, and not specifically marriage problems, uh, just the fact that the world is full of problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, sometimes our marriages have problems, but sometimes problems are just part of life. And, and when you're married, that puts stress on your marriage. That's true. Uh, life can throw you curveballs that you're not expecting. Um, it threw us one last week. That is why you did not hear from us last week that we were supposed to do our uh podcast episode last week and we did not get it done i was actually having surgery yes uh yes we were a week a a week late uh we've kind of had life that's kind of thrown us a curveball and we thought we'd share that a little bit with you today and kind of how we're going to deal with that and maybe a little bit with uh how you can use some of these points to deal with when life throws you a curveball uh just to share with you kind of what's going on in our world uh every year 
I have, and Lee has, a, a doctor's appointment, just a good routine physical. Uh, we want to take care of our bodies. We want to do preventative maintenance, whether it's in marriage or in health or in taking care of our cars and houses. And so we get a, we get a physical every year. And that has, in the past, paid off because in the past they have found things early that has blessed us, that's kept us from being having, having bigger issues down the road. Yes. So the last time I was in, everything looked good. Blood work came back good. Everything was fantastic. Uh, but my doctor had asked me, said, is there anything abnormal that you've noticed? And I told him, I said, I have a little red spot that showed up kind of between my neck and, and shoulder, kind of on my clavicle, my, my collarbone. And I said, I don't know what it is, but it's been there for a while. And what do you think about it? And he kind of looked at it and he said, you know, I don't know what it is. I don't think I've seen anything like that, but I say we take a biopsy, just a little piece of it. We'll send it off, take a, get it checked, and we'll find out what it is so that we can go better safe than sorry and not have to worry about that anymore. So we did. And he called me four days later and said, uh, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but that was uh, malignant melanoma. And I said, well, shoot. Uh, that was not what we had planned. That was not part of our life. And uh, I guess Monday, we kind of spent the day sorting out uh, the reality that we were about to have to deal with cancer again, because we've done this in the past. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was within a few hours that we had doctor's appointments. And a few hours later, we had surgery scheduled. And Wednesday morning, we were we were doing surgery. And Lee got to come back with us. I said, can she please come back with us so so she can know what's going on because I will not remember anything you tell me. That's right. There were there were three or four people in and out of that room and, and everybody was talking and asking questions and, and doing things to you and it was kind of a crazy time. But uh, I think between the two of us, we got a lot of information and and uh, we got the we got it removed. Yep. We are hopeful that uh, they got everything with with the removal of that and that um, is the goal we are praying for clear margins on the pathology report um, it has been a week we called today because we had not heard anything and uh, they apologized they said sometimes it can take up to 10 days and they had not gotten a pathology report but they promised they would call us the minute they did so we are still waiting uh, if yes. if it's contained and they've got everything, I've got about a six-inch scar on my neck where they took a big chunk out. Um, if everything's contained, we're, we're really not quite sure where we'll go next. I'm sure there's going to be a few things we'll have to do for follow-up. But if it was not, which means they're going to have to check some lymph nodes and other places, we'll deal with that when it comes. But definitely not what we were expecting. Uh, definitely life throws you curveballs, but it's not anything that we can't handle. That's right. Uh, life has thrown us curveballs consistently throughout uh, the nearly 34 years that we've been married. Uh, you mentioned that this isn't our first time dealing with cancer. You had cancer melanoma, actually, back in 1989 when we very first got married. Um, yeah, and I didn't know at the time that it was, you know, now I look back and think that that could have got me because mm -hmm. that's such a, a, a terrible cancer. And I was not even nervous or scared. It was like, eh, no big deal. I, you know, when you're young, you're invincible. Right. But uh, yeah, we, we did that. And then 20 years ago, 2003, 19 years ago, mm -hmm. we had another bout with cancer. So this is our third time. And and so, 
yeah, this is not what we wanted, and we've dealt with other struggles right. other than cancer. We've had uh, we've we've had a miscarriage that we have worked through. We've had uh, parents, aging parents. Uh, your your mom had uh, years and years and years of, of heart disease and declining health, and uh, she passed several years ago. My mom had uh, Alzheimer's for about eight to ten years before she passed. Um, you know, those are not fun things to go through. Uh, we also, you know, we've had kids that have just made poor decisions and have kind of wreaked havoc. <laughs> uh, not anybody, any different than anybody not else's Not any kids. different than anybody else's kids. Um, you know, just you life, deal with problems life throws you curveballs. Right. And you've got to learn how to effectively deal with them so that they don't cause problems in your marriage. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. You know, marriage, the nice thing about being married and having a partner to do life with is when there's joys, you have somebody that celebrates with you. I think it makes the joy better because it's like, celebrate with me. This is a great thing. But when there's stress or there's problems, you can kind of divide those. And so you, you kind of like help share this with me, this burden. And so it makes them lighter and, and it really, really helps. Um, we want to build our family and our marriage in such a way that when storms come, our house doesn't crash and our family doesn't crash and our marriage doesn't crash because because storms are going to come. That is that is just life. If you're a new, young, married couple out there listening to this, I, I, you know, I'm just telling you right now, you will have storms and they will come and they will beat on your house, on your marriage and on your family. And if you've built your marriage the right way, a good way, a healthy way, uh, when the, the storm blows, your house won't come crashing down. Kind of sounds like Matthew 7 in the story of the man who built mm -hmm. his house on the rock mm -hmm. and one on the sand, and we're building our house on the rock is what our goal is. And, and it reminds me of the story of the three pigs. I like that. Yeah. You remember the third pig was the one that knew he could build a house in such a way that the big bad wolf couldn't blow down. That's right. We want to build a marriage in such a way that the big bad wolf, the storms, when it comes, the big bad wolf shows up in the form of cancer or kids doing something they shouldn't do or a miscarriage or a death that our house is going to stand. That's right. So today we're going to talk to you just about a few things to remember during hard times, whether it's just something life throws at you or whether it's actually a conflict you're having in marriage. Uh, we just want to just talk to you about how you can deal with hard times. Well, it's one of those things that there's just some things that we got thinking about this week that as we were talking about all of this, that we thought we could share some of this information of things we were specifically talking about. One of them was hard times such as this, problems such as this can make you either bitter or better. And you get to decide which one. Now, we want to choose the better, not the bitter. That's right. And, and you get to choose which one you're going to be. And so um, anytime something comes up, whether it's a marriage issue, whether it's a kid issue, whether it's whatever issue, you get to decide, is this going to make me bitter or is this going to make me better? Mm -hmm. and, and the goal is, is to be better from this. Of course. This. And, and there's going to be you know, a period of, of grief, of, of anger, of shock, of disappointment, you know, all of those things. Um, and those are okay, uh, you know. And, and I'm jumping ahead. I'm looking you're doing down there. Fine. But um, you know, you're gonna you're gonna feel those things. But you can't. 
you can't just wallow in them. <laughs> At some point, you've got to realize, okay, I've, I've, I've felt those things, but I'm not going to be mad at the world uh, and all those things. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. It's yeah. all about attitude and how you look at things. We can choose at this time to either rely on our faith or question it. And, and really, this is the time to rely on it. It's the time to put our weight in God and just go, we're going to trust God on this. No matter what we hear back, God's going to make things better and God's going to make things okay. But uh, definitely understand that anytime you're going through some hard times, and this could be something at work, it could be a spouse losing a job, whatever it is, you can get bitter or better. And, and the choice is always to get better because you get to make that decision and it's going to be part of what kind of attitude do I want to take. That's right. So the next one is that it's okay to experience those emotions. Yes. Such as anger, frustration, sadness, fear. That is just, that's uh, you know, normal. That's your okay. body healing. Yes, I jumped ahead a little bit. You're good. It, it's okay to experience those. But what we want you to know is that don't think you have to do that alone. Share that with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we talk about vulnerability. We've talked about that in the past. Uh, we've talked about how vulnerability builds intimacy and sharing things together builds intimacy. And this is one of those areas. Um, you know, hopefully if your spouse is sad, you're, you're sad for them. Um, you're, you're there for them to vent, to, you know, to talk to, to have a shoulder to cry on. Uh, so your spouse shouldn't have to go it alone. Uh, if you're experiencing something, experiencing something together as parents, um, of course, you're both going to feel those things, and uh, you need to, yeah, lean on each other. Yeah. Uh, Monday, the doctor calls and says, Trey, I hate to bring this up, but that was melanoma. You've got cancer. we got to get you in to see a doctor and do something about it. And, and we actually didn't share that news with anybody for about a day. Uh, just because we, I needed to process some stuff. Uh, I actually sent Lee a text message, and after we had talked for a long time, I think I was out mowing the yard and said, pray for my attitude, because I was, honestly, I was really mad the first day. It was about mad. I wasn't mad at anybody other than cancer, because it mm-hmm. was just like, I don't have time, and I don't want to do this again. This, is, this was not on my list of things that I ever wanted to do again, and I'm just not ready for the cancer thing again. But I moved past the mad stage and we've decided, hey, let's get this. We've got a lot of folks backing us, a lot of folks praying for us. Um, and and it helps when you can tell your spouse, you know, pray for my attitude. That's right. And you bring up a good point. You need to be on the same page uh, because, you know, when we got the news, the first thing I wanted to do was tell our grown children you know, because I felt like I, you know, I needed a little bit of support as well, but I needed to respect you in the fact that you weren't ready yet. And so, uh, you know, it was your call to say when you were ready to tell everybody. And so make sure you're on the same page there. Don't, yeah. don't go behind your spouse's back and, and, you know, tell the world about your problems unless your spouse is okay with it. Yeah. And we did tell our grown children the next the, the, the next, next day. morning. Yes, yep. we did. And and part of that issue was I actually had typed out I couldn't call all of them and I didn't want to call all of them, but I'd actually typed out a text message into our family group chat to explain what was going on, what we were doing. And this was on Monday and I just couldn't hit the send button yet because it was just when I send this it's going to make it more real. This is really happening. Questions are going to come. I'm going to have to start dealing with this. And so I just needed a little time to 
to get things going. So, but deal with the things, the emotions, they're going to come. That's right. Uh, number three, you don't have to do it alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you rely on your spouse. We're talking about that. You rely on God. You rely on loved ones. Um, you know, sometimes we have people that go, well, we've done everything we can, so I guess all we can do now is pray. And you kind of got that backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, praying is the first thing yeah. you should do. I mean, I mean, it's not the one of those things where it's go, well, I've done everything I can do. I guess all I can do is pray now. It's kind of like, I guess there's no other hope, so mm-hmm. I guess we should try this. And it's like, start with the prayer thing. Um, on Wednesday, um, we debated between are we going to be private about this or tell the world about this and on our personal social media pages we put it out there because we decided that asking people to pray about this was probably more important to us than saying we're going to be private about this Mm -hmm. this was our decision so it was not a well pity is me i've got cancer it was please pray for clear borders and that they got everything so that we don't have to continue on with this and so we ask folks to pray for us because we believe personally in the power of prayer and we're still relying on that and so that is important yes uh remember that you will be stronger because you went through this whatever whatever you're going through whether it is a specific conflict in your marriage or whether it's just something that life has thrown at you it will make you stronger um conflict is not fun hard times are not fun but they make you stronger they do they build character and if you deal with marriage conflict the way you should uh it definitely brings you closer mm-hmm. and makes you stronger. Uh, if, you know, if you if you try to bury it in the sand and you don't deal with it, uh, basically you're just kicking the can down the road. Uh, the problem's not gonna go away. Um, you can't hide from it, you can't run from it. At some point you're gonna have to deal with it. And like I said, conflict's never fun, but it does make you stronger. It's just like going to the gym. You know, you go to the gym and you work out and you have sore muscles, which hurt. And you think, why did I do that to myself? But then you know, it makes you stronger. It does. So, um, same same principle there. It Conflict makes you stronger. James chapter 1, verse 2 through verse 4 says, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity of great joy for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. That is exactly what you've been talking about, yeah. is that trial, that pressure is going to make you come out stronger. That's right. Allow it to grow you and make you stronger. Yep. Next one. Communicate your feelings. Don't hide them. And and we kind of talked about that a little yeah, bit. Just a simple uh, thought. Yeah. Just, you know, with share with your spouse. Talk to God about it. Uh, talk to somebody else that's gone through it. Mm-hmm. And that's um, what I've done. I've reached out to some people that's dealt with this type of cancer and said, tell me what I can expect. Um, and, and if you're a person who has uh, had a, a storm in your life, no matter what it was, maybe it's a lost job, maybe it's a, a, a child issue, maybe it's a marriage problem, something and somebody else is going through and you've already been there, you reach out to them and be that mentor that says, I've been there. Mm-hmm. What questions do you have? Let me support you. I know how you feel. That's important. That's right. But but the best thing you can do is to talk to somebody. Don't try to uh, stuff your feelings down and, and put on a good front for everybody because you don't have to be strong yeah. for everybody. Uh, 
you can be real. You yep. can you can be real. Uh, this is going to be stressful, but make sure you recognize that that's part of the problem you're going through, part of what maybe Satan is going to use at you. But it's not your spouse, meaning don't take out things on your spouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to have probably more stress than usual when you're having storms in your marriage. But that, you know, your spouse is your confidant. They're your uh, person in a foxhole with you. They're your uh, buddy. Don't don't take out on them uh, who's probably very innocent, just your stress. So figure out a way to deal with that stress. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um Man, we, we've, we've said it before, we'll say it again. Uh, talk to a counselor if you need to. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's just, if if you need to talk to somebody other than your spouse or a friend or a family member and you can't seem to find anybody that's gone through what you're going through, uh, counselors are a good source of information. Doctors, you know, I mean, in this case, you can get a lot of information from doctors uh, to help you know what to expect through, through yeah. things like this. Talk so, to a counselor, yeah. a minister. Um, someone that can can help you. That's right. And then one more we'll throw out there because we just studied this the other day. Mm -hmm. We were reading about this and it really stood out to me. There's a story in the book of Daniel about three young teenage boys named Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And they they were encouraged to bow down to an idol which they said, that's not gonna happen. And uh, the, the, the king, if you remember, said, well, we're going to just throw you in a fiery furnace. And, and their words were this, our God can save us, but if he doesn't, we're still going to follow him. And I love that. And I think that should be the theme in life, that God can get us through anything. But if he doesn't answer your prayers exactly the way you want them, if he doesn't answer the prayers where all of my uh, margins or borders come back clear and I'm now cancer-free, I'm still going to choose to follow Him. I'm going to still stay strong in my faith. Uh, God's got that ability to save us. But even if He doesn't, I still choose to follow Him. And mm-hmm. I think that's what we look at in life, no matter what life throws at you. That's right. We're, we're building our faith. We're building that endurance that that verse in James talked about. Uh, you know, people have asked us all week, have you got results back? Have you got results back? And I, my answer every time is no. We are learning lots of patience right. this week. My, my friend Craig Darter sent me a message last night, and he said, he asked if we got results, and I said, no. And, and you know, I could tell he could tell I was frustrated. I said, no. It said it's been a week. We've got, and, and his reply was, was, well, they should let you know something, but he said, maybe we need to, cast all our anxieties and prayers upon God and just let him deal with it at this time. And I thought, I told him, I said, thanks for preaching to me, buddy. <laughs> I said, that's probably what I needed to hear. Quit quit fretting over it and just let let it be that's and right. it'll happen that's soon right. enough. So. We have just been, we've been taking life one day at a time. We've been doing, going about our regular responsibilities that have to get done. Um, you know, we'll just, we'll deal with it as it comes. Yep, that is exactly right. So if if you get a chance, we would be honored if you would pray for our family, uh, that you pray for clear borders on, on this so that we don't have to deal with this uh, anymore in dealing with other things that are going to happen somewhere <coughs> down the road. We don't want to have to do things like more surgeries or radiation or chemo, all those things. We would just soon skip out on all those things. Uh, but we'd appreciate that great and we will be back in a couple of weeks and we'll probably have some test results we'll share with you in the meantime uh, keep growing in your marriage 
Uh, work on your marriage when it's good, not just when it's bad, and you have a whole lot less bad. And uh, love those people around you and those relationships because in the end, that's the only thing that matters. That's right. That is the only thing that matters. Thank you all for joining us today. And Abilene, Texas, we will be seeing you soon. We are excited about that. If you hadn't signed up and you live somewhere close or even not close, drive in, come <laughs> hang out with us. That's right. Weekend away. Weekend away. See you guys. Bye.